Guru Nation, thank you for checking out another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. If this is your first time here, or maybe not, I appreciate it. Like, subscribe, leave a review. I really appreciate it. I wanted to get my sponsors out of the way. The first one is my DSCS site network. We help sites get studies, help them do their budgets, help them with SOPs, a shoulder to cry on, anything you can think of. We help sites across the country do. The more sites in our network, the easier it is for us to get studies and from sponsors and CROs directly. If you're interested, check out the link in the show notes, a low monthly subscription fee. That's my company. Also, CRA Academy. If you're interested in learning how to become a CRA, check out the CRA Academy. The only program out there with a real internship opportunity through my CRO for all graduates of the Academy. Also, CRC Academy, same thing, but for coordinators with real internship opportunities. And now I wanted to get to my sponsors who help make this show consistently available to you and well-produced. First one is Viva Site Vault. Links in the show notes. Free electronic investigator site file. Free digital signatures. Free delegation of authorities log, all digital, go paperless. It's completely free. If you ever wanted to try going digital, at least for the investigator site file, check out Viva, link in the show notes. Next is Versatrial. It keeps your study portals organized. It's collaborative. So all staff at your site can get access and use it. We have 12 15 links sometimes per study to different portals. This keeps everything in one place. It keeps all your passwords. So it's just one click. And it also has an amazing feasibility tool to help you do feasibility surveys a lot quicker and a lot more efficiently for free. Next sponsor is Creo. This is the only one that's not free, but I think it's well worth it. It's eSource, it's eReg, it's CTMS, it's patient recruitment, it's patient payments. And you don't need to try all those things at once. You pay for what you need, but it is amazing. Once you start using it, most likely for the e-source, you're gonna want the CTMS. You're gonna want the automatic invoicing. So when you click on your e-source, dry ice was used for a lab, it will automatically send the invoice to the sponsor for the dry ice, saves you time. Countless things like this in Creo, amazing tool, check it out. Next sponsor is Inato for experienced sites. If you wanna get studies for free, Inato's the way to go. I just got my first study recently through Inato. It did take a few studies for me to filter through, but Inato actually does a really good job of making sure that it's a study that you actually wanna take. And they even do one-on-one -on -one Zoom calls with you and your PI or whomever from the site wants to join to see if a study is the right fit for you. And it's absolutely free. They get nothing out of it. I think the sponsors pay them on the back end. And it's amazing. So check it out. Inato, link underneath in the show notes, free. Finally, my last sponsor, 1N Health. This is a central patient recruitment vendor. They currently do not work with sites. But if you're a sponsor or a CRO, they are the best. I've used all of them. I've been doing this for 17 years plus. They are the best leads, the best interface for coordinators. You can text patients directly from the portal. 
they literally saved one of my studies recently, both at my site. We were just screen failing patients left and right until we finally used one end health and we got ourselves a respectable randomization number all through one end health. And they also did this entire study wide sponsor was able to end enrollment successfully because of them. I've never used, I've never been a fan of central patient recruitment vendors. This is the best one. Check them all out. Links in the show. Hey, Guru Nation, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share. Really means a lot to me. Look, today it's going to be, if you're brand new to research, welcome. Make sure you subscribe. Go to my channel, the five-hour video. That's like a must. I made that video just for you. I also have a book, The Comprehensive Guide to Clinical Research. Yes, the paperback is somewhat pricey, although it's still way cheaper than the competition, more practical than the competition, but the Kindle is really affordable. It's only $3.99, and no, you don't need a Kindle to read it. You can just get it on your phone, your tablet, your desktop. You just get the Kindle app. Anyways, this video is going to help all you guys out that are asking, hey, I'm brand new to clinical research. What do I do? So... Whether you just got hired or whether you are hoping to get hired, this video is for you. So I'm going to walk you through the basics. I cannot replicate that five-hour video in 20 minutes. That's not the purpose of this. That video needs to be watched and understood, and you need to take notes on it. So again, go to my channel subscribe then go to my channel the video that pops up first like on the top i pinned it that's the video you need to watch the four hour the five hour video Compre comprehensive guide to clinical research get the book get the kindle if you can't afford the paperback get the audiobook the audiobook's like two books that's your baseline for where you start now there's a lot of other stuff you need to understand if you're brand new to research. So if you are not yet hired, you need, let's just start with this first. If you're not yet hired, you need to find small research clinics in your area. Forget about any other type of companies. There are four types of companies for the most part in our industry. They are research sites, they are CROs, they are sponsors, and they are tech vendors. If you're brand new to research, the highest likelihood, highest chance probability that you will get hired is at the research sites. So just eliminate the others right now and focus on where locally to me are the research clinics and not the universities. Where are locally to me the small clinics that no one's ever heard of, mom and pops, like Yuma Clinical Trials, like Breakthrough Clinical Trials, like sites you've never heard of. So how do you Google something you've never heard of? Well, you got to look up. You got to do some research. Put in your city, put in your zip code, and put in clinical research site. You'll be surprised what pops up. So if you just got hired already and you're still lost because a lot of you guys are, again, that five-hour video, the book, perfect place to start but 
you need to have good clinical practice. So the rest of the, this video is for both groups, whether you haven't been hired or whether you just got hired. GCP, good clinical practice. Underneath this video, I will put two links. I have zero affiliation with them. I do not care which one you pick. Just pick one. They are both free. Do it. Add it to your resume that you've done it. That's it. Good clinical practice. Do not pay for good clinical practice training. Do not get conned into one of these academies. I'm going to talk to you about my academies later on in this video. Do not get conned into paying for certification. First of all, maybe I should start there. There is no certification you can get that's entry level that anybody respects. The only two types of certifications in this industry that are respected are ACRP, which is the Association of Clinical Research Professionals, and SOCRA, Society of Clinical Research Associates. Neither of those are even available to you until you get at least two or three years of experience on your resume. So forget about any of these, how can I be a certified clinical research coordinator? You can't, all right? Get good clinical practice training for free in the link below. Now, another free thing you can get is IATA, which is hazardous and dangerous goods training. Why do you need IATA? Because you're more likely going to go work for a small site. It's very valuable to them that you walk in the door during the interview and you let them know, hey, I love, I'm so passionate about this industry. I don't even have a job in this industry, but I already got good clinical practice certified, GCP. Here's my certificate. And I already got IATA certified because I know what you guys need as far as shipping biological specimens. That's free too. That link is underneath this video as well. Get those two things. Don't get distracted. Don't start paying for things unless it's something, hopefully if you feel like there's value, that I recommend to you. I've created most of my products because the other stuff was scam at worst or questionable at best. Okay, so recap. GCP, free. IATA, free. If you want to pay, I think it's like $30. NIH, National Institute of Health, Protecting Human Research Subjects. Again, you don't need it. It's optional, but it's it's absolutely, I think if you're going to go into an interview and that you have that certificate, it's worthwhile. Plus, it's going to teach you the fundamentals of how you protect human research participants, which seems like a pretty important thing if you want a career in this industry. So links to all of those underneath don't worry about acrp don't worry about socra certifications now what i do want you to do is find your local acrp and socra chapters i'm going to have links i don't normally link to these organizations i'm not affiliated with them i'm going to link to their websites so you can find your local chapter 
And you can, for free, go to the local chapter meetups when they have them. For free. You don't need to become a member right now. I don't, I'm not asking you to do that. Go for free. Meetup. Network. I'll have links to both of those underneath. Another thing you want to do. You want to create a LinkedIn profile. I don't care if you don't have one. I don't care if you have one and you haven't used it for eight years. You need to get your LinkedIn profile. You need to actually upload a picture of yourself and actually put that in your profile. I know it's crazy. Don't walk around on LinkedIn with like a shadow avatar. Put your picture on there. Fill out your profile. Even if you've never been hired in this industry, if you've got, if you've received the GCP certificate, if you've received the IATA certificate, and if you've received the NIH certificate, put those on there. Another free training I want you to consider is Coursera. And Coursera has so many courses. I did an introduction to breast cancer um, because I was a monitor for a breast cancer study and I needed to brush up on some oncology. I did that for free. It was through, I believe it was Yale that offered that through Coursera. If you wanted the certificate, it was $30, but you can take the class for free. You can find a Coursera course for a, almost any therapeutic indication. So pick one of your favorites or just browse and look for certain things that interest you. You might even find some clinical research stuff, but avoid the ones where you have to pay for Coursera has paid stuff and they have free stuff. The free stuff you can get by with. And those free things, again, they offer if you want to print out the certificate, it costs like $30 or something reasonable. Do not pay hundreds of dollars for a course on Coursera. Do not pay thousands of dollars for a course on Coursera. It's not going to help you out. Do the free stuff. If you don't know which one to do, pick Introduction to Breast Cancer. That's the one I did. They also had, ever since COVID, they have a bunch on COVID. Um, they have they probably have metabolic conditions. Just go to Coursera. I will put a link to Coursera underneath this video as well. So all that is to build up your LinkedIn profile. So build up your LinkedIn profile. Put a picture. Put the certificates you got. Write a little something about you that demonstrates your passion. Do not put the open to work banner on your profile. Just, uh, you know, there's different schools of thought on this. Don't put it. In my opinion, it makes it seem a little desperate. So I would take it off. What you do want to do is connect with some people in this industry. And I'm going to give you a list of some people that you need to connect with in this industry. Myself, first shameless plug, but connect with me. Message me on there that you've watched this video particularly and that you want to connect with me. I will get back to you at some point. So myself, and then you could look at who I'm connected with and go crazy and connect with as many people as you want. But besides myself, Brad Hightower, and he's got a really good podcast as well, Note to File. Then we have Dr. Fox. Um, who also has a very good podcast called CRPN Network. So Brad Hightower and Dr. Fox. I'm going to have links to all these LinkedIn profiles underneath this video as well. 
Another one is Monica Quitiva. She's the instructor and the co-founder of the CRC Academy, which I'm going to talk to you about at the end of this video. Another one is Judy Galindo. She's one of the co-founders of Latinos in Clinical Research. Another one is Ashley Margot. She is she started out as a viewer like you. Net, did her networking, met up with me in person when I was in her hometown one weekend, Austin, Texas. Serendipity made it work. Uh, and now she's running things at sponsor companies, biotechs. Um, and she's one of the guest instructors on the CRC and the CRA academies. So these are some people you can connect with. There's plenty others, but I'm going to just connect you with these ones. And then in the spirit of networking on LinkedIn, make sure you follow Latinos in clinical research. It doesn't matter if you're not Latino, all backgrounds and ethnicities welcome and save our sites conference links to both of these will be under this video as well now latinos in clinical research it's not just a linkedin page it's for free every month there's a monthly zoom live that costs nothing where we have guests come on and share their experiences we've helped people we've gotten people jobs in those zoom meetings based on the fact that they're just there asking questions at the time of this video we're probably averaging around 20 to 30 people on these monthly zoom calls so there really could be a lot more there's many more watching we probably have close to a thousand members and again it's free to be a member so go to latinosinclinicalresearch.com and sign up put your email in the email list to sign up it's free and we don't spam, it's just we let you know when the monthly meetups are. The link to that is underneath. Also in the spirit of networking, save our sites. It's our, in 2024, we're doing our first ever SOS conference, save our sites. Remember I said at the beginning of this video, you're probably gonna work for a site first. In my opinion, you probably should work for a site first. So that's saveoursites.com. Uh, it's the most affordable conference there is. We're not even doing it to make money. The only reason why it's not free is because people are skeptical of those free conferences. They think they're going to be all-day sales pitches, and that's the furthest thing of what we want it to be. So we picked a very low price point. We've got sponsors. We've got people come coming in. We're going to eventually do virtual things with Save Our Sites. So make sure you check that out. Whatever year you're watching this in, we're going to have a physical in-person conference at an affordable price, and we're probably going to have some virtual stuff going on too. So that's that. Now, we've got the networking and the free certifications out of the way and the LinkedIn out of the way. You kind of need to understand the infrastructure of this industry. And again, my five-hour video and my book, Links underneath are for that. But if you want to go more in depth, the Code of Federal Regulations, so 21 CFR, I'll have a link underneath this video as well, is the Code of Federal Regulations as it, as it pertains to human research studies. And that's from the FDA's own website, the regulations. You can read those. You can try to understand those. Uh, then... 
I would try to understand some of the regulatory documents, but you can get those from my book and from the video, and then you can find further videos on each of those topics on my channel somewhere. So you just gotta search my channel, take a deep dive into the different aspects. There are three, just to give you a cliff note summary, three key aspects of clinical research operations you need to be familiar with. So it's source documentation, meaning your actual interaction throughout the study with patients and how that's documented. There is regulatory, which is the behind the scenes legal regulatory paperwork and documentation such as 1572 form, the most important form in clinical research for research sites at least. If you don't know what that is, just Google 1572 form FDA. You can download it, play with it, look at it, see what it means. Um, you've got to really figure out how these pieces interact together from a regulatory perspective. I have, an, I have videos on that. 20-minute videos, 30-minute videos, 5-minute videos, 5-hour videos. Go on a deep dive. And the last aspect, so source, regulatory, and investigational product. Now, investigational product, it's all about accountability. It's all about the logs. And this is where therapeutic areas differ. And this is where you need to go to another resource that I love about this industry, clinicaltrials.gov. So on clinicaltrials.gov, you can just search. You can search current studies. You can search previous studies. You can search studies that have closed. You can search studies that have not yet started recruiting. You can just search. You can search studies nearby in your area. You can search studies by therapeutic indication. You can search studies by results. I mean, clinicaltrials.gov is the repository for clinical trials. Why is this important? It's important for a number of reasons. Number one, it actually shows you the inclusion exclusion criteria of studies. Number two, it shows you the primary and secondary objectives of these studies, which if you start to study individual therapeutic areas, you will start noticing commonalities. For example, in depression studies, you will notice Madras scales. You will notice HAMD scales. You will notice Columbia severity suicide scales. You will notice assessments that are related to certain therapeutic areas. These are called the gold standards for different medical conditions. In diabetes, you're going to learn about A1C. You're going to learn about self-monitoring plasma glucose. You're going to learn about GFRs. Every medical condition has different primary and secondary endpoints and various assessments, continuous glucose monitoring. There's no way to just randomly get this information in your head. You're going to have to find it on clinicaltrials.gov. So you're going to take a deep dive and figure out what are you interested in therapeutic indication wise, or if you have no interest therapeutic areas, you'll have a local interest. Where are the sites in your area? What kind of studies do they do? And then you can go to Coursera for free and look for trials, look for courses that are about the therapeutic indications that the trials 
are going on at the local sites in your area or on clinicaltrials.gov that you're interested in. This way you can kind of connect everything together. So that's another excellent resource that sites should be using. And I want to say, just to keep this simple, if you're brand new to clinical research, that should be enough to get you busy. That should be enough to populate your LinkedIn profile. That should be enough to populate your resume. That should be enough to get your foot in the door at interviews at research sites in your area. You will actually be an impressive candidate if you follow all this stuff. Now for bonus points, if you want to pour gasoline on this fire and have us do most of this for you, including helping out with the networking, the CRA and the CRC Academy, depending on which one of those you want to be first, more likely if you're going the site route like I started out in this video, you're going to go the CRC Academy because that's going to prepare you to be a clinical research coordinator. Do we give a certificate? Yes. Is the certificate why we charge for the course? No. This is how you can tell the difference between one of these diploma mills and an actual quality academy. We have a certificate because in research, everything needs to have proof that, that it's documented that you did it. But And our certificate is starting to get recognized because a lot of our students have been getting hired and turned out to be excellent people in this industry. What you are paying for, it's not even the fundamentals that we teach you in 12 weeks. It's tying everything together during the internship. It's preparing with the resumes. It's preparing for the job interviews. And it's getting you out there in front of people and getting you hired. That's what you're paying us for. And if you have a medical background, so if you're an RN or if you're a pharmacist or an international medical graduate, you might want to consider the CRA Academy where you may not have to work at the site level, although I think that's still a valid strategy. You may go straight to CRO or the sponsors through the CRA Academy where, again, we have a certificate, but that's not why we're charging the fee that we charge. We charge the fee that we charge, which is like half of what the only other quality competitor is. We charge half the fee. We have a real study on clinicaltrials.gov that our CRO runs, that our interns get to be a part of, and we try to get a new study every five years or so to keep it current. So you're doing real monitoring visit reports, you're doing real monitoring that you're putting on your resume, so you no longer start, you no longer apply with zero experience. You're applying with some amount of experience doing what you're going to be doing ideally from the employer's perspective on day one. Links to both of those in the video underneath. Hopefully this works out for you guys. Let me know your thoughts. Again, all the links underneath. Connect with everyone on LinkedIn and let me know. Like, subscribe, comment, share. Bye-bye.